Hello, and you are listening to the Gotham Chronicle podcast powered by the Batman Universe. Check out the BatmanUniverse.net for this and many other great Batman podcasts. I'm Josh, and joining me is... This is Donovan. And the episode that we are talking about tonight is Look Into My Eyes. And uh, it's it's an interesting week. You know, we got shenanigans with Bruce's double, you know, living at the manor with him. How will Alfred be able to tell them apart when he's serving them breakfast and one of them's punching him in the face? You know, all this. And Penguin tells the world that he's running for mayor, but he forgets to tell Butch, apparently. When have we seen this before? (laughs) I know. Uh, Last season with Galavan or, like, every single other incarnation of the Penguin, like, uh, Batman Adventures comic, the 1966 show, Batman Returns. Uh, I think even the the Batman cartoon. Yeah. (laughs) Valerie Vale, like, you know, somehow kicks Gordon out of his own bed and, like, you know, (laughs) takes the walk of shame and Gordon's like, man... Can this get any worse? <laughs> and then he bumps into Lee right after Barnes says, "Don't worry, you'll never see Jim Gordon here again at all." Uh, so, oh, hi, Lee. Funny, funny to see you here. Yeah. And uh, so there's some awkwardness there, and he meets, you know, Lee's fiance, Doctor Deadpool, who apparently has the last name of Falcone. That's right, Doctor Deadpool Falcone. You know, a weak young man. <laughs> and Falcone runs, you know, everybody's favorite character, even Jada Pinkett Smith's. Uh, let's see, Matt Hatter does some. Yuckin- with hypnotizing people as a bounty hunter must track down his sister. That's oh, and Selena Kyle's, you know, worried about him finding, you know, her now older friend and Ivy. So that's this week in Gotham. Have I missed anything? Um, no, yeah, because Fish wasn't in this episode. Um, yeah, that, that was it. Uh, I guess the draw of this episode is, you know, quote unquote draw. We have another classic Batman villain, although yeah, one that I never really cared about that much, Mad Hatter. And this is a, you know, different take on him. Uh, I say this, but, like, it's not like I'm brushed up on my Mad Hatter history. Maybe he was, you know, like, a, a parlor, you know. Like, Answer's birth- no. <laughs> okay, he was never, like, a birthday party hypnotist, <laughs> God. It's like, no. I was like, you know, no. I, I mean, no. I know a lot about Batman, but I'm not as strong with him as I am with Spider-Man. Where, like, I can say every villain's, like, you know, history, like... So before I say Mad Hatter was never a birthday party, you know, hypnotist. I mean, I could be proven wrong by like some 1963 comic. Well, I've not so. read, I've not read his first appearance because I think is it, I think he's from the Golden Age or like, or like early Silver Age. But um, I know I, that I you think know he, he first appeared... appeared actually in the same issue that Vicky Vale did. Now that I think about it, really? Are you sure about that? Yeah. I am eighty percent sure. I'm looking it up right now. Actually, I actually was, I was leafing through Batman because, like, I distinctly before. recall, like, I just looked it up. Mad Hatter first appeared in Batman issue forty nine, which was also the first appearance of Vicky Vale. Well, I'll be darned. Well, I mean, what I was going to say is that, like, um, traditionally, he's either been, <coughs> excuse me, he's either been obsessed with Alice in Wonderland or obsessed with hats. The hats version was like the mustache guy and like the Mike W. Barr era. Um, he was never, I mean, his, his, his stick is kind of my control, but he was never like a party hypnotist. Um, the whole thing with him having a sister named Alice, that's an interesting wrinkle to it. Um, 
I I like the Mad Hatter, but I, there, but there have been stories where I've not liked him. I think when he's done to be too seedy and too unpleasant, I don't really care for him. And um, I wasn't crazy about him here in this episode. Yeah. Um, I did miss one development, by the way, which we'll get into when we talk about Penguin, which is him letting Nigma out of jail. Um, but it, actually, it's really funny. Speaking of the Alice thing, this is a little bit tangenty, but uh, last night, um, the kids who I were taking care of, they were watching Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And there's a part where, like, the neighbors are going to go on a fishing trip, and uh, they can't because their kids got shrunk. And so, like, the couple that's going on the fishing trip with them is, like, <laughs> is, is coming over. And they're like, oh, you can't go fishing with us. And then, like, and the wife had a very familiar voice. And I was like, where do I know her from? So I looked up the actress that played the wife. Was that Kimmy um, Robinson? I don't remember her name, but she was she was Alice from Batman the Animated Series. Yes, Kimmy Robertson. Kimmy Robertson is an actress from like the the late eighties. She was on Twin Peaks, which I'm watching right now. It's she kind of has that like little girl voice. She was. Hi, uh, there's a man doing a strange thing in the backyard. She she was Samantha Stanky in Simps and the, the Simpsons. Uh, Milhouse's first girlfriend. Oh yeah, you tell us this weird smell <laughs> that you're all used. Yeah, right. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Samantha, Daddy, no! Samantha, uh, a father sees things that aren't there. So just tell me what happened. Well, Millhouse and I, that's it! You'll never see him again. <laughs> and she's a very distinctive voice. Yeah, yeah, So, which is why, like, you know, I was able to remember it really quickly. But yeah, the Alice being his sister thing, which, to be honest, the whole, like, you know, apparently, like, when they said all of the Indian Hill people were working with fish, and all of them, minus, you know, Bruce Riley, were, like, you know, killed. Um, they didn't mean all of them because we keep on finding new ones. So I am kind of tiring of this, like, you know, Gordon must hunt down, like, you know, the patients of Indian Hill. It's like, because... it's like from Smallville, what do they call it, like, the Phantom Zone folks, the zoners? <laughs> oh, no! I forgot about that. Not another Smallville. No! <laughs> yeah, the zoner. I-, I was thinking of the meteor freaks because, like, remember, like, they spent, like, a few yeah. seasons fighting meteor freaks and then, like, all- there was, like, a second meteor shower in season four. So like yeah, that, was, that was the first part of the so. series. Yeah, who can Gordon has to fight the meteor shower, the meteor freaks slash zoners slash particle accelerator, you know, victims <laughs> slash like. <laughs> well, I mean, I you know, having said my affection for Mount Hatter or lack thereof, I I I thought this was very. I mean, this was obviously a very Gothamy version, you know. It, 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 uh, you know he's already fair. I mean, he's not so much established as a supervillain, but he's already like evil. There's no like tra- none, none of these villains turn evil. They just show up evil, um, which is annoying. Honestly, I kind of like the fact that the Mad Hatter was always kind of like kind of looks like a, a wretch, like you know, kind of this short, kind of schlubby guy. And this one, he looks like this tall, like you know, not Johnny Depp looking guy. And it's an interesting take, but I don't. I mean, I don't hate it, but I just I don't. Really, I really don't care for it. It's just not my version. And. uh it's very endemic to kind of the Gotham process of just shoehorning in Batman villains. Yeah, at, the, at this point, they're just like, screw it. Like, you know, <laughs> let's bring in, like, the entire, you know, uh, patientless of Arkham Asylum, like, before the series is over. Like, all grown up and established. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm used to him kind of, like, controlling people through, like, cats and, like, robotics. Like, now, and again, my Mad Hatter history is not the strongest. So, like, I, you know, maybe there's more precedent for him doing this whole, like, doing the whole like look into my eyes thing. That's more of a yeah, like, strange thing. Hypnotism, actually. yeah, like or like Jafar from like Aladdin, like the diamond, <laughs> the princess will marry me. Uh, Barbara Kane, the princess so, will marry you. Yeah, that was. But that that being said, I didn't completely hate it. Um, and it does that whole like kind of you know 
horror slash crime thing that got I prefer like shit like this, like the hypnotism shit than like Gordon must find this woman who's like I guess blood makes you crazy or like Gordon must find Stegosaurus man. Like I yeah, prefer like the never kind of that. horror Yeah, Indian Hill. That's the only solution thing like what the frick was Thomas Wayne doing? Like like <laughs> what kind of like magic science? Like he deserves to get shot. <laughs> like <laughs> I, 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 well, in fairness, when he found out, he shut him down immediately. Yeah, he shut it down immediately, but, like, apparently there was enough time to make, like, a stegosaurus man, a girl who, like, you touch, but, like, what purpose would you even have to do this to a human being? Like, ah, oh, if I make a girl whose blood does this... And why are they all evil? Like, except for Alex, but, like, like, they're like, ah, oh, yes, let's work for this fish. And <laughs> I can't say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so stupid. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like they were—they were, they were a factory for henchmen. They weren't a factory for like experimentation. Yeah, I also thought it was a little weird, like, like that. Like for some reason, like Barbara's club has like a magician. Like I know he's not a magician, but like basically, like you know, like uh, entertainer. <laughs> Yeah, like a five-year-old birthday party, like, you know, entertainer, like, you know, come to do a show. Ian Tigris is like, like, why the F are we doing this? And then Barbara's like, because plot. Because everyone likes him. Whatever. I I, I don't know. I'm trying. I I did not like that. It's not the worst thing they've ever done, but I'm trying to express exactly why. Maybe it's just, it, it just feels so contrived to just kind of have the Mad Hatter in show. It just feels like it's, 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 it's doing much to, in the way of like being written well, I guess, but I don't know. Yeah, like I said, I didn't mind him so much, but there was just some related thing. Like, I could have done without the whole like Alice thing, unless like, you know, have Gordon like track down, and again, I, I don't mind Batman in space, Batman this, but like, when you're dealing with like, you know, Detective Gordon, you know, or not Detective Gordon, with like Boba Fett Gordon, you know, like tracking down people. <laughs> like, Damn it. I, I, I'm sorry, like, you know, <laughs> I first learned of the term bounty hunter from Star Wars, so, like, I am forever going to associate the word bounty hunter with, like, you know, jetpack wear, you know, wearing, you know, armored Mandalorians. Like, well, that leads me to a point I wanted to make on this episode. Is that, like, the, the, what would you say that the, that the point, the of, point this, of, the of this show, show is? Like, Gotham. Hey. Like, why do you watch it? Oh, why do why, I watch why, it? Why, um, I'm sorry. Okay, why, 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 why should, what should audiences watch it for? Um, like, you know, to be entertained. Like, this is a little metaphysical, so, like, I'm, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's like, okay, the the idea is that, like, something like this Smallville-esque thing was like, oh, the rise of Bruce Wayne or whatever. But it's really just, you know... Gordon versus bad guys, and I, I brought this up. But, but in fairness, you know, when you're doing an origin story, like you can't just do every episode like Bruce Train. Like they are going to have to do someone versus bad guys. Like because Smallville did the whole thing too, where it's like you know, instead of Clark training each episode, it's like Clark versus you know like you know Teen Heartthrob, yeah, Metallo. <laughs> that was like season seven or eight. I remember that. Well, that's my thing. It's like, 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 like this is season three, and it's like. Is Gordon Ver- it, it, versus Batman? I mean, I, I, I've talked about this. I said I've said this before. I really should stop saying it, but like to me, it's it's almost as though we know that Gordon's not going to die. So I don't know. It's but like, that's the know. problem with any. And we talked about this when we were reviewing season one. That's the problem with any origin story thing. Like when I would watch Star Wars: The Clone Wars, like I never had any like suspense watching it because I was like, okay, well, like, oh no, are the Jedi going to find out that like the Chancellor's really, you know? Um, 
Darth Sidious? It's like, well, no, they don't, because they don't find out till Revenge of the Sith. They're like, you know, well, no, but, but, will, what's the suspense? Will so and so find out that Anakin and Padme are married? Probably not. But, but, because... but seriously, what's the suspense of Batman even showing up if if these guys can be beaten by the police? <laughs> like, how, how are they, how are they going to justify his existence besides canon? Like, oh, now Batman's here <laughs> because help Gordon, I guess. You know, Gordon doesn't need no <laughs> help. When he first saw like the pilot in Hall H back in 2014, can you imagine if like our time traveling selves would have like shown up and saying, when you get to season three, Gor- the show's going to be about Gordon as a bounty hunter <laughs> hunting down like people that Tommy mutated in a laboratory who have superpowers <laughs> while he's having sex with Vicky oh Bale's aunt. Gotta go. <laughs> oh, I do. Want, I do want to say, I genuinely like that scene. I actually like a few scenes in this episode. I like that scene because Gordon's like, you know, so when you're moving in, where can, where can we register to China? <laughs> when, when are we getting married? <laughs> She's like, uh... Uh, <laughs> you still here? I, I gotta go. It's like she's like, um, uh, I think I'm hungry. I'm gonna have breakfast. There's breakfast here. Yeah, but you know, I gotta take a shower. There's a bathroom here. Okay, I, I just wanna leave. Okay, you're being so thingy. Leave me alone. <laughs> and she's like, it was fun. And he's like, so that was that. So that's what that feels like. He's like, he's like, he's so put out by like her lack of like affection. <laughs> he looks at the camera, says, "This never happened to the other fellow." You know, Pat Hingle. <laughs> <laughs> it's a James Bond joke, you know, for the listeners and the audience who don't know. Like. But I, I do like the fact that, like, she's not going to be another like Gordon Love interest. She's just uh, somebody that I would not rule she's her a, out she's as a real character. Gordon Love interest yet. I, I just think that this relationship is going to play itself out differently, and she's not going to like quote unquote like nest with him the way that like Barbara Keene did. You know, it was her apartment, and she's not as like she's not as wholesome as Lee is. Yeah, yeah, because like Lee, it was more of a wholesome like you know relationship too, and like and with Barbara, it was Girl more of you know like. Uh, well, they were already established, so I think they're just playing another route here. I, I wouldn't counter out just yet, but yeah, <laughs> I did like. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm at least, I'm at least like, glad he did I that. Like, I totally regret, you know, my decisions last you know, night. Yeah, I, I, I joked to you on the phone that like she needs to go to the nearest shower and wash off the stench of like drunken cop Gordon or, or drunken ex homeless bounty hunter Gordon. Off her body. <laughs> yeah, this isn't going to be one that she's going to tell like her girlfriends about. Or so it's, and then like to the police station, and the next thing you see is as Bob, I always like, inevitably do. Yeah, like I missed you, you know, and, and I sure love for you to be a cop again, you know. And I know that the show's trying to make it look like he's talking about Gordon, but from the beginning of that conversation, I'm like, yeah, he would never talk about Gordon this way. And I forgot about Lee for a few seconds, and I thought, like, wait, could he be talking to Alan and Montoya? Are they finally coming back? But of course, like, you didn't even know who Alan and Montoya were because they left the show before Barnes came. <laughs> He's talking to Lee. <laughs> and then Barnes has to say, don't worry, you'll never see Jim Gordon over here. It's like, why are you saying that? You know that he comes by every week. And then Harvey, like, Harvey's like watching and like, yep, that sure is our character. And he turns around, Gordon! Come on, Jim, let's go get some donuts. <laughs> and then, like, like Jim? So I'm with my house. I know. I saw Deadpool in the theaters. It was very awkward. How could you? <laughs> and she and then she <laughs> she hands him a DVD of like the direct cut. Like you should see the deleted scenes. Ah, oh, no. Uh, all joking aside, that scene was acted very, very well by both of them. Um, yes, and, and directed directed <laughs> well. I might add too, like the pacing of like the uncomfortable pauses between their words and like the tone of Gordon's voice. Um, that was. Um, 
Especially when she you says, know, you know, me and my fiance. Like awkward reunion of exes. Which is, which is so, so, so super awkward. Like, me and my fiance. Like, that's that's really awkward. People get engaged on this, like, show the way that, like, you know, people get engaged in the old boy thing. Then the scene later on where, you know, he meets uh, Mario Falcone, which... <laughs> once Gordon was being checked by a doctor, um, I was like, okay, that's... That that's Lee's fiance, just because like that scene where like he's silent and you could tell he's contemplating if he should say something or not, and then the way that like Gordon reacts to it, like oh, great, like that that was nicely done. I did not like Gordon saying, "If you hurt her, I'll kill you," because it's just like because you know we had to establish like Gordon's a badass and will threaten everybody who threatens his woman, eh, whatever. Yeah, and then that creepy scene where you know, like, the weak old man himself, like, you know, come like comes to dinner and he's like uninvited. Hey, what do you mean uninvited? <laughs> like, what wasn't the whole point of that dinner? Like, you know, like to meet the father. It's like, oh, thanks for coming to dinner. Like, where the heck did that come from? <laughs> he's not Steve Urkel. Like, you know, like he's <laughs> That's Janice from Friends, or the or Fran Dresser, like Steve. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's fair enough. I, I honestly, I did find him creepy in like a uh, he's a little too affectionate with Lee kind of way. Like, oh Lee, you're perfect. There's this one problem: you're too beautiful. Okay. And, and he gives like a very expositiony talk. Like it's like, as you all know, you know, like eh, Mario's mother made me promise when he died that he'd never be a criminal, and we kept that promise. And even though he can't use the Falcone name, like, okay, like, as you know, this, 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 um, well, I mean, Marina Baccarin told us, or in my, or background, or however you say her name, like, she told us at Comic-Con, uh, you know, that, like, we're going to find that uh, Mario has, like, an explosive temper and stuff, so this might not be the end of it, but Sakla Blue, you know, <laughs> Gordon's Spoilers. Dating, dating a Falcone, you know, like, what ramifications will come from this, you know? He'll probably turn to I guess barbecue. we'll see. Uh, you're going to hate me, by the way, for what I'm about to say. Hey? I'm still not completely convinced that she miscarried the baby. Like, I'm still waiting for the definitive proof. Wouldn't they bring that up? <laughs> ever since the baby, uh, ever since you had the baby, or who's watching the baby, or whatever. I'm still going to be a conspiracy theorist about that. Wait, was there something in this episode that made you wonder about the baby? Just like, I was waiting for something, I guess, like, more definitive, if that makes sense. I don't know. I feel like this baby thing has been vague from start to finish. I'm like, is she really pregnant? I'll give and you I'm like, uh, did she really miss Gary? I'll give like, you that. So, like Bullock's explanation felt a very, very like, uh, and uh, it, you, you you kind of want more ramifications from that. I'll I'll give you that. But at the same time, I don't think that like a secret baby plot is like very useful right now. <laughs> that would be bananas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim, the baby is yours, but it's impossible, eh? Whatever. <laughs> My baby, a falcon. <laughs> um. So, but but no opinions on Mario, right? I, I really can't. He's a too Mr. Nice guy. No, but I mean, like I said, I like how I like how he played that scene with Lee, or, or not with Lee, like, how he played that scene with Gordon, where like he's examining Gordon, and he like looks at the name on the tray, he's like, "Oh, Jim Gordon." And he's, like, signed for a few seconds, and you could, like, hear him, like, contemplate, like, do I tell him? What do I do? What do I do? What so, Lee talks highly of you. Um, who's she? Oh, yeah, that hoe. Screw her. <laughs> <laughs> As Basil Carlos said in the season finale. By the way, my name's Clayface. 
<laughs> he's been Clayface Gordon the whole time, like <laughs> this whole season. The, the real Gordon is still like trapped under Indian Hill. Like strange. I'm coming for you, son of a bitch. God, might as well be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> Tonight's episode of Gotham has been cancelled. <laughs> you, you, gotta, you gotta bleep that out. <laughs> yeah. Um, <okay>. Strange. <laughs> Who's he talking to again? The audience, of course. Mm. <laughs> or strange. I don't Moving know. swiftly uh, on. I, I'm ready to talk about Penguin if you are. Yeah, that was the plot I actually liked the most out of this episode because it. I'm kind of tired of Penguin kind of you know kissing his own ass and like how how much the public loves him, but I guess it's true because like he instantly gets a bunch of followers to work for him. He interrupts another press conference and like once again he's like not stopped. Like I defy any of you to like walk up to a press conference and try this. Like <laughs> it doesn't work that way. It's like, wait, let him speak. <laughs> Especially walking and looking the way he does. I, I have a question. You know his campaign banner? That's clearly not Robin Lord Taylor. Who the hell is that? It does not look like him, but like I'm not ready to say that it's not him either. It's like no, a that's weird not, artist rendition it, of him. It looked like a, it looked like honestly it looked like Galavan. It looked like Galavan. <laughs> the prop department didn't even want to like didn't even have time to change the stuff from last season. Like. <laughs> <laughs> they wrote over the name Galavan Penguin. I did find it weird that, like, Butch, who has, like, not left Penguin's side, except for when whenever he meets Fish, you know, but otherwise, like, has not left Penguin's side, like, apparently has no idea about, like, Penguin running for mayor. Like, wow, you know, your whole mansion is, like, decorated as a campaign. That, yeah, course, that, that, which, that made no sense. I got, I got serious Batman returns, you know, um, which, by the way, folks, in the last few weeks when we were, like, saying, oh, there's a Penguin plot line, I don't want to spoil it. it, it was this, like, so I, I was ready for Jen and Josh to come and for Penguin to bite off Josh's nose. Again. <laughs> you know, like, in that scene. And, and, and speaking vulgarities towards Jen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you're the best young person a mayor ever had <laughs> here. Where she, I can't imagine this Penguin saying that because he's been, like, a very non-sexual character. Um, he's, he's a very asexual kind of being. Which I think yeah, I remember, him. like, when his stepsister tried to seduce him and then, like, the stepbrother's like, wait. Maybe I should do it, which was, like, our first hint that, like, maybe this penguin's gay just like his actor. Actually, brief aside, I don't know if we discussed this last season. What if this penguin just happened to be gay? Like, how would... Eh, actually, oh, my God, because... it ruined my favorite character that I never talk about. The only reason why I'm against it now that I think about it is because, like, almost every single, like, gay character in this show is evil. So. <laughs> That's absolutely true. And they kicked so off the only, like, the only nice one. Yeah, it's like, actually, you know what? Never mind. So, yeah, the only nice one was Montoya. And even, and even she had some issues. So, eh. That being said, if it wasn't for that problem, I would otherwise have no issue with Penguin being gay. Especially because, like, his love life in the show has been, like, non-existent anyway. So, like, he's not defined by, like, his sexuality at all. I can't believe I'm even talking about Well, no, I, 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 I also... I, I think they could make him gay, but it would follow the pattern of, of every gay person being bad. 
Uh, but I, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the scene though with him and the mayor in like the restaurant and like everybody had a gun because obviously this is a city that needs saving. Everyone's a freaking crook, including old ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. That was. <sighs> I mean, I guess Bing Bong is like you know mayor again because well they explain that they explain that like um, yeah well, well yeah and in very expositionally term like ever since you know like I was called in as emergency mayor like <laughs> well because ever I since Gallivan was mayor Gallivan was killed. And I, did they not know Twice. he was evil? Say, yeah, um, yeah, well, remember they said to Bullock, who killed Galavan? And then Bullock said, which time? <laughs> like a boss. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he, he explains that, like, you know, the people said, let's give it to the, the guy who lost the election. Well, no, Mayor James didn't lose the election. He, like, disappeared. He Mayor was kidnapped and then found after Galavan was mayor. Yeah, he was, like, found, like, you know, with his head in the box. Which was to, to which like uh, the Batman Returns jokes like my gosh like it was basically like Mad Libs the Batman Returns scene the mayor didn't have a plan against the you know Red Triangle gang I mean Hugo Strange's monster men you know like <laughs> he relied on a man I mean a bounty hunter like <laughs> I I like Penguin running for mayor because it's it's, it's 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 clearly something that he would do because he's done it before yeah, apparently him like. And now, like, uh, four, this is, like, the fourth continuity where he's least, done it. This is at least, yeah. <laughs> this is at least the fourth time he's <laughs> Like, for those keeping score, Batman 1966 uh, TV show, um, Batman Returns, and I'm pretty sure the Batman Adventures comic that Dan Slott did. I almost want to, I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I almost want to say maybe even the comics. But I, I, I don't know for certain. And I feel maybe the the Batman cartoon with with uh, Tom Kenny as, as as him. What if, um... What if he be do- he does become mayor? Well, I was going to ask, like, what's would the that, in- would that would that would that work in this show? That would be an interesting angle. Well, I mean, I mean, what's what's the end game? I mean, we've had corrupt mayors in this in this. I mean, we always have corrupt mayors in the show. Um, how long could it, he be it mayor? It gives him something new to do because, like, we did the whole like Penguin wants to be king of Gotham thing, and we did the whole like you know Penguin wants revenge thing. So, I mean, here's the question though: How long do you think he could be mayor for the rest of the show? I don't know, maybe for a season or something. Because I feel that, like, it, you, you already know, like, the, I don't mind him running for mayor, but you already kind of know the outcome. He'll win because why would he lose? Um, he'll be mayor. He'll act like a rich asshole like he always does. He will get his compass sooner rather than later, wash, rush, repeat. He'll do something else. I mean, I, I kind of want him, if he's going to be mayor, I kind of want him to be mayor for keeps because like, that's the only way it'll be interesting and unpredictable rather than, he like, your basic story. do it for a few seasons. I, I, I don't know. That, that that is kind of interesting. I so did like that he was we'll wearing purple gloves. Him. That was kind of neat. Yes, and um, I love the bromance between him and Enigma this episode because, um, first of all, another like killer has been let out of Arkham Asylum friggin' early. Which um, <laughs> because as you know, you know, it, it, criminally insane people can just leave. Well, it, it, in fairness, they did explain it. Like you know, Penguin like you yeah. know used the but like I love Enigma. He's like so, but what about? What about Miss Kringle? Uh, who cares? What about Officer Doherty? Who cares? What, <laughs> ab- what, what about Officer Pinky? Who cares? What about that name? Kinda- hey, he's like, but why? And then, like, when Penguin's car calls up, Nigma says, never mind. And he has that smile on his face. And then Penguin sticks his head out of the car like he's a dog oh, on a road friend. trip. And they just give each other that look. Like, I loved that. Like I did like that. There's some episodes where, like, I don't really like the chemistry between the two of them, but, like, that moment right there, like, <laughs> I love. Well, I do um, like the Riddler that, that Corey Michael Smith has turned into. Because he's, he's I, I always find it to be one of the more seriously and actually well-adapted villains. 
So with him on the loose now, he makes everything. He really does make it because he had a, he had a really good plot last last season. So he makes everything. Oh, more one of my favorite episodes of last season was like him framing Gordon and completely getting away with it until he didn't. <laughs> Dude, he 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 pulled that off like. Masterfully, <laughs> he got Gordon out of there. <laughs> um, so, so he does throw the proverbial wrench in the you know the thing. So it'll be interesting. I mean, it's I, I, I kind of wonder, you know, it does how much it, would he care of helping him be mayor? But you know, and my vice mayor Edward Nigma, who's also a criminal, but whatever. I don't know. Ah, we'll see. <laughs> and that is true because like Penguin like was on the front page of Gotham for like. Some like newspaper for like being like a character because they they showed that to his step. That was that was like, that exact same. And it was his, his um his uh promotional photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like the penguin. Like I'm just imagining like the line from Sideshow Bob Roberts where like <laughs> I can't believe you know like <laughs> one convicted felon would get so many votes while another one would get so little. <laughs> Don't worry about me, Riddler. I'm all murdered out. <laughs> I was the one with him and his brother. <laughs> I'm kind of with you. I like the plot, but I wonder. To me, I, I, I actually just don't have faith in the imagination to kind of make it interesting. But hopefully, it will be. Uh, which leads us into Bruce Riley, or I guess what did he say his name was like Five or something? Number or? Five, blah blah blah. But you can just call me Five. Guess what everyone else called me? Whatever. <laughs> I thought the scene where like Selena comes and Bruce is like, "Oh no, I must hide you," because like. First of all, you don't have a secret identity. It's not like she'll know I'm Batman. Like, second of all, like he says. She'll never understand. Like, what do you mean never understand? Not only did you, like, send her down the Indian Hill originally, so she knows about all this Indian Hill stuff, but, like, second of all, she spent, like, the last, like, six months, like, with Fish Mooney and, like, the Sinister Six. And and I guess maybe Bruce doesn't know that part, but, like, <laughs> she knows about, like, all these monster men. Like, oh, no, I must hide you because the plot says so. Like, I did not buy that for a second. Like, yeah, a lot, a lot, you know, a, a lot of these kinds of shows, you know, demand that the characters just never call the police. But like, yeah, with, with Selena, who like, you know, he he's brought in for his plans often, often without without, without Alfred's knowledge. I don't know what he thought was going to happen. They I, killed a junkie together, and this is when you say, "No, they didn't, Josh." You know, Selena did it. You beat me to the punch. Yeah, we said silver. I'll never forget that. That's something that happened. Like. <laughs> Well, I, mean, I want to I make a list of the ten like craziest things that this show has done, and then go back in time and show it to like my um, uh, July 2014 self in Hall H. Like <laughs> Bruce and Selena kill Azrael getting ago. destroyed by a uh, bazooka. <laughs> That's right, Barbara Keane turning out to be a freaking psychopath. What dress? <laughs> Remember when all we cared about was like if she was going to leave her apartment or not? Boy, those were the days. Oh my god. <laughs> Gordon is possibly going to impregnate Leslie Tompkins. You know how this is a prequel show? We'll get ready for like Mr. Freeze. That <laughs> 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 Scarecrow. <laughs> Clayface. I'll never stop saying Clayface. Rightfully so. That was Clayface. <laughs> I, I can buy you a strange Clayface. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, Bruce <laughs> Riley. Um, I, I, I didn't mind his plot line. I, I, is Davi Mazzaz putting on a voice or is that like a digital effect? Because his voice is deep. Uh, I, I assumed he was putting on a voice. Because that, that actually was kind of cool. That was kind of neat and worked. Um, I don't know what... Like, I, I, what is he, evil now? Like he, 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 he goes into... I mean... Got, the the, the story's still unfolding, so I guess we'll find out why he's doing this. Or maybe he just, you know, wants to get some. 
he can go his ass. <laughs> um, it's 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 fine. I think there could have been another episode before he left Wayne Manor because he just got there. Yeah, but how much could you have milked that for? Where it's like, here, have some tea, Master Bruce, and um, oh dear, uh, I guess other Master Bruce. And it's like you're drinking the tea like you have some kind of power. Where did you learn to do that? I, I. Don't remember. Like an- another week of that would have been like you know kind of tedious. Well, well, that's 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 where imagination comes comes in because you know they can, they can say well, so. What are you doing here, actual real Bruce? Well, I'm trying to find the murder of my parents. Our parents are dead. Yes, let me tell you all about them. I want vengeance and like you know, kind of remind the audiences of why Bruce plays a character in this show. Like <laughs> I'm still trying to find my parents' killer, even though I found them, them twice. Like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> now I must find like well. I found Matches Malone. Oh, good. So the murder solved. Not quite. Now I must find the person who who hired Matches Malone, which is Hugo Strange. Oh, so it's solved. No. For now, I'm hunting for the people that hired the people who hired the person that, you know, killed my parents. <laughs> why, why did they kill your parents? Because I found out that my father was apparently implicit in, like, you know, this these, uh, <laughs> Dr. Moon. Stegosaurus, <laughs> man. <laughs> street sharks. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> he's behind street sharks and biker mice from Mars. <laughs> Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> he's behind every bad '90s like Saturday morning cartoon show. Like. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and eek the cat too. <laughs> and that Road Rovers. <laughs> and that freaking scary dog from Eek the Cat that was like that looked like a shark. That, that was, was a shark dog, to- yeah. Yeah, that was always trying to kill Eek, and the family never did shit about it. Like, <laughs> damn you, Thomas Wayne, you deserve to die. I felt, I felt so sorry for that cat. Um, in any case, yeah, like he's gonna take down the Court of Owls, and he's like, now we must find the person who who hired the Court of Owls to hire Hugo Strange to hire Matches Malone to frame Mario Pepper to kill my parents. Come on, you see Alfred just like driving away. <laughs> <laughs> he's like. <laughs> And like during Spider-Man fandom, like every time, like you know, Odd Octavius as Spider-Man, you know, like uh, it's open a doorknob. People are like, "Oh, how come you know like, <laughs> can't realize? That, yeah, <laughs> how come they can't realize that it's Odd Octavius the way he opens the doorknob?" So like you know. <laughs> to, make, to make fun of those people like, uh, how come Selena didn't realize in three seconds that this wasn't really Bruce Wayne, which actually, you know, she did well, say, you seem different. Yeah. And he says, yeah, <laughs> do you care? <laughs> oh, kid, I guess not. <laughs> it's just like, like later losers, you homeless people who were trying to feed your families. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like <laughs> she could she could always go back to live in Barbara Keen's apartment, I guess. She's supposed to be this, this homeless like girl, but she has like this this very nice jacket and like nice clothes. It's like yeah, whatever. She steals stuff. I mean she could have gotten that from when she was like, you know, working with fish or like, you know, raided Barbara Keen's closet from season one where like that was her apartment. Like I uh, someone you know? I also like the idea that Thomas when he created the rotten tomatoes. With a, <laughs> Attack <laughs> the Kingdom of from Little Shop of Horrors. That would be way um, more fun like, than, than, than freaking Carry On and like Man Bat 
and Stegosaurus Man. Yeah, like what the frick was he experimenting on? Where he's like, and now I will like you know give this person the power to age you, and this person bat wings, and this person a Stegosaurus tail. Like, did Thomas Wayne just like get drunk and like <laughs> say random stuff? What, what like, broke him? What was what was his breaking point? Oh, that girl got frozen by freeze. I guess what was his break? Oh God, I forgot about that. Oh. Indian Hill is going to – I regret ever telling the writers that I wanted them to resolve the <laughs> storyline. You did this you to me. Like, do you remember like season one where like Penguins like and Falcon were like talking about Indian Hill and I'm like, ooh, what is the mystery of Indian Hill? And it was like never followed up on like in season one. And I said to the writers at Comic-Con, when are we going to find out about Indian Hill? And they said, by the middle of season two. Like – <laughs> Man was like a fool. You did this to me with your Mr. Freeze crap and Maybe they'll do something where like you know, Bruce will think, wait a second, you know, you know, if what if like, you know, I'm the laboratory kid and, and Bruce Riley is their real son. What if I'm just a lab experiment, Alfred, and we got switched or something like that? <sighs> oh, Master B, don't think like that. <laughs> In episode two twenty six Bruce, I'm so sorry. You're the clone. I am the original. It's a lie. <laughs> and then he backhands Selena. Yep. Get away from me. Oh, sorry. I didn't see you there. When I said get away from Master me. Master Bruce, she was pregnant. I should not have said was. <laughs> just the way Alfred, like, like just randomly screamed, Master Bruce, she was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> face it, tight. face it, kid! You just hit the jackpot again! Like, oh, oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to make of what I just said. <laughs> I really you. hope that our listeners are up on their Spider-Man lore because these are a lot of Spider-Man. Yeah, this would be really annoying. If they don't know. <laughs> so it's like, in, in fairness, like you know, Bruce Wayne Chronicles on Spidey.com. a clone. I'm like. Part of me is wondering if he's supposed to be a clone of, like, Thomas Wayne, or, like, a clone of Bruce Wayne, or, like, what the deal is. Thomas or... Wayne? What's the damn point? They killed him. Like, well, you know, it, it reminds me of the of what I really like from the animated series, like, the duplicate one from, like, uh, his Silicon Soul. I mean, it's kind of like that, but, like, not nearly as awesome. But... Maybe it's Hardak. Yeah! Those hard, <laughs> those Hardak doubles. <laughs> the duplicates. Although, that would make no sense. Like, why would Thomas Wayne build a robot of his son, like... That's older than like his actual son is because that robot like he he's not the age that Bruce was when Thomas Wayne died so he's older so like we, we, we don't we don't know he's a robot yet <laughs> hold your horses that ro- <laughs> that robot <laughs> we don't know that he's, he's he's a robot yet <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna assume he's a robot now instead of a clone because that's more fun. Could it be a soul offered? A soul of uh, I don't have anything else from this episode. I don't have anything else from this episode unless you do. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we. I mean, we barely touched upon Mad Hatter, and I think it's because we didn't like him as much, or I didn't like him as much. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I said I do like the part where like Alice saves Gordon, and like they look at each other, and he's like, "Yeah, thanks for saving." Me. Then he just like slaps the handcuffs on her. But I still gotta take you in. Gotta make my money, honey. Ugh. <laughs> I'm getting paid. Now it's time to like drink my ass and booze, and like yeah. chugs, chugs it through his ass. Um, yeah. I agree. Bef- yeah. So before we get into um, the other week, um, Evan G left a comment on uh, uh, BatmanUniverse.net about the new season so far. He said, "Ah, 
Another season of Gotham has begun. What fresh horrors will it bring? So far, a lot. I'm only watching episode one in its entirety now, the Thursday after the second episode aired. And the most exciting thing so far is the discovery that Wayne Manor has a kitchen. I feel like we saw the kitchen in the Reggie episode, but maybe I'm remembering wrong. Oh, and Lee has a new man that isn't Ryle Reynolds, so that's disappointing. <laughs> Take that, Deadpool fans. I'm looking forward to you guys breaking down a new season of the insanity that is Gotham. <laughs> and what an insane season this is so far. <laughs> Thanks, Evan. I'm glad you're here with us for another year. This is a very weird season. <laughs> and the next episode is called... His Honor the Penguin. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. It's called New Day Rising. Penguin gains power as he narrows in on the nomination for mayor of Gotham. Meanwhile, Gordon turns Alice into the GCPD for the bounty. Also, Bruce and Al- I like how they say also. Also, Bruce and Alfred race to find Bruce's doppelganger after learning he has assumed Bruce's identity in the all-new Mad City New Day Rising. Which yeah, these solicitations like spoil like weeks in advance because I knew from reading this like that Penguin was gonna run for mayor and that um and that Bruce was um like gonna like switch places with his doppelganger like like three weeks ago. But, I mean, it's my own fault for reading them. Those are very uh, undescriptive, though. It's like, Bruce and Alfred chase his goppelganger. Uh, Jim turns in Alice. Like, the, 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 and Penguin runs from him. Like, those are kind of, like, not really saying anything. Yeah, the preview makes it look like there's ramifications from um, Mad Hatter hypnotizing, because he never, like... He never snapped him out of the hypnosis, so I guess, like, he still has the urge to commit suicide, kind of like the whole, um... Put a bullet in your head, uh, Patsy. Patsy Patsy Walker had to... Yeah, like, the whole, like, put a bullet in your head, Pat. Like, it's like that. And you hear, like, Barbara Kane, like, tease Gordon about it, like, ooh, you know, you're in trouble now, like, or something. So it looks like that's the focus of the episode, which, you know, like, this, like, psychological mind-rapey stuff. um, I'm not sure otherwise. I mean, I I saw the... That's what I got from the promo. Well, we have less than 24 hours to see it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. It doesn't always, you can always bleep that out. Okay. You got it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so until next time. I, I can't just try to get one So until there. next time, this this is Lester Holt. <laughs> and this is Anderson Cooper. <laughs> and you've been listening to the Gotham Chronicle presidential debate. See you all next time. Get out there and vote. See you, Justice. Oh, yeah.